Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm your host as always, Stan McCune. I am a realtor here in Greenville and I only get money from this podcast if you use me as your realtor so you can find all of my contact information in the show notes if you need to reach out to me for any of your real estate needs. And please, if you like this show, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes I record every week. Um, I've been doing this every week for three and a half, almost four years now, um, with the exception of a few weeks that I got lazy, uh, but that was years ago that I that I felt that. I produce content for you guys every single week now, even if I'm traveling, even if I'm in other places or doing other things. Uh, so please subscribe, like, review, comment, all of those good things on whatever platform you're watching, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Audioboom, Google Play, all of those things. Uh, please do those things to support the show and make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Today, uh, we are going to be talking about a some, something I'm actually excited about. I, I realized, you know, with all of the out of Greenville market listeners that I have, and I have a lot of them, <clears throat> a lot of my listeners are people that are interested in Greenville from other areas or that are you know, just kind of learning about the Southeast or whatever the case may be. So I get a ton of listeners uh, from outside of the Greenville area. And it occurred to me, you know what, I should make a an episode that's specifically geared for them. Now, if you're from outside of, or if you're from the Greenville area, I would still say this is going to be worth listening to because I'm going to be comparing Greenville to some of the other major metro areas in the Southeast. And I think that this will be an interesting show in general. Um, but I really wanted to... Uh, talk directly to people that are comparing Greenville to other parts of the Southeast. And what I've learned is that many people stumble onto Greenville by accident. What happens is people hear all this talk, This, or at least this is what typically happens. People hear all this talk about how the Southeast has cheaper real estate, growing economies, pleasant climates, small governments, all these different things. And they start researching the Carolinas and Georgia where most of this noise is coming from. Now, often the search, at least from what I've seen, what I've experienced, the search starts with Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, and Atlanta, Georgia, two markets that I've called Greenville sister markets uh, since all three metro areas, uh, Charlotte, Greenville, Atlanta, are all located right off of Interstate 85, one of the major interstates of the Southeast. And because Greenville is wedged right in between Charlotte and Atlanta, these two metro areas um, that are frequently being searched by people, once people find Atlanta and Charlotte, they find Greenville. I mean, you just can't miss it. Again, it's wedged right between those two metro areas. Excuse me. Um, Now, um, I'm going to address Atlanta and Charlotte, but there are also a couple other major markets that I hear people considering when they're considering Greenville. Asheville, North Carolina, which is just about an hour north of Greenville, and Charleston, South Carolina, which is roughly four hours away on the coast. Um, Now, surprisingly, I don't hear people often compare Greenville to other coastal markets like Wilmington or Myrtle Beach or Savannah, even though those markets are growing too and doing really well. Um, And I, I don't exactly know why I'm not personally hearing that, but I'm guessing that perhaps it's because those markets are just a little too touristy and more of a vacation spot than a living spot for people that are seriously considering Greenville. 
probably people that are looking at those Myrtle Beach, Wilmington, Savannah markets are comparing those markets to other comparable markets, which Greenville would not be because it's not coastal. Um, I also don't hear too many people clamoring to move to college towns like Columbia, South Carolina, or Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina, although those are growing cities as well. I just think that those markets generally are attracting a different demographic than what Greenville is. Um, and, And I think a point worth mentioning at the outset here before I really dig in is that uh, to clarify what markets I'm discussing, I'm not discussing all of the top uh, markets in the Southeast. These are just the ones that I hear people frequently considering when they are thinking about moving to Greenville. So I I do want to clarify that if you're wondering, you know, why didn't Stan mention this market or that market? Uh, Why isn't Greensboro in the in this list? Why? You know, whatever. Um, the simple reason is that I don't hear people considering Greensboro, North Carolina, when they're also considering Greenville. I'm sure there's a handful of people that do, uh, but not people that contact me. Um, so with all of that in mind, I want to actually just do a comparison as I readjust my headset here. Um, I want to do a, a, a comparison of Greenville to these competing markets for those thinking of moving to the Carolinas or Georgia. But let me clarify a few things real quick. I know Greenville, obviously, way better than these other markets. I visit these other markets frequently because they make for great road trips and whatnot. And I lived in Atlanta for a summer years back. But otherwise, I am far from an expert on any city that isn't located in the upstate of South Carolina. Okay? So, just, I I don't want to pretend like I'm an expert on Atlanta or an expert on Charlotte or any of that. Um, naturally, I'm also very biased towards Greenville, right? I live here, I work here, I sell real estate here, but I'm going to do my best to just be objective. I'm not trying to steer people one way or the other. I'm simply going to provide facts as I see them, um, and you guys can do your own research and make your own decisions. Um, I'm going to try not to let my bias show too much. So, with all of that in mind, let's jump in right away with the largest city of the four that I'm going to be discussing, the city of Atlanta. And we have to start with Atlanta because really all of the other cities are are kind of going to be compared to Atlanta because Atlanta is just a juggernaut in the Southeast. One of the most talked about cities in the Southeast. And there's a simple reason for that. Once you get south of Washington, D.C., there really isn't a comparably large metro area in the Southeast until you reach like Orlando or Tampa Um, And and even like Jacksonville, Florida, despite being the 12th most populated city in the U.S., doesn't come anywhere close to the size of Atlanta's metro area. Most people um, don't realize this, but by pretty much every metric, the Atlanta metro area is one of the 10 most populated metro areas in the entire country, even though the city of Atlanta itself is barely top 40 in population among cities. That's crazy. So it's just that's just the urban sprawl that's happened in Atlanta has just has just gotten crazy and makes it one of the top 10 most populated metro areas in the US. And so here's what Atlanta has to offer. For those wanting to live in a huge metro area that is booming economically, uh, but they don't want to be in Florida for whatever reason, maybe housing affordability, maybe the, the hot climate, conservative politics, whatever the case may be, Atlanta gives you an option that is a big city option that isn't in Florida. 
And it really just has all the things a standard massive city does. A massive international airport with incredible flights all over the U.S. I've flown in and out of Atlanta a ton of times just because there are so many options there. And most people don't realize that the Hartsfield-Jackson Airport, the, the main airport in Atlanta, is the busiest airport in the world. And we're not just talking about, you know, like barely the busiest airport. No, no, no. It, by a substantial amount. It's not even close. It is by far the busiest airport in the world. And, and the gap between it and all the other airports is growing. It's becoming busier at a faster pace than other airports, which is interesting, but also bad <laughs> for those of us that uh, occasionally fly out of Atlanta. Um, that being said... Um, it's still obviously a, a great option, a great hub, the main hub of the Southeast to fly in and out of. Um, Atlanta, of course, has a huge sports scene with incredible stadiums and arenas. I mean, all of them are great. I've I've not yet been into the Braves' uh, new stadium, but I've heard that it's just amazing. Um, State Farm Arena, where the Hawks play, is fantastic. And Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where the Falcons play, is unbelievable. Probably at the moment my favorite stadium that I've been in, um, and uh, and and it's not just great stadiums, but also great teams. I mean, obviously the Braves won the World Series a few years ago. They had a disappointing last year. Um, the Hawks uh, were in uh, what the I, I think the Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago, um, and the Falcons haven't been good for a while, but they've fielded some some good teams over the years. So Atlanta and and, and I mean college sports as well, Atlanta. Um, offers a lot from that standpoint. And outside of Florida, uh, really Atlanta is the spot in the Southeast for concerts, shows, and other events. Um, I actually went recently to Atlanta to see uh, Bill Burr, the comedian, and um, he just had all sorts of great things to say about Atlanta. And if you uh, if you listen to Bill Burr, you know that he doesn't say that about every single city. Um, he, he has a beef with some cities. Um, but he he loves Atlanta. He had all sorts of positive things to say about Atlanta when we were there. But then also, um, I heard him on his podcast uh, after the show. He had more positive things to say about Atlanta. So he wasn't just saying that to the crowd. Um, another thing that Atlanta has that um, that Greenville doesn't have, for instance, and that's that's what I'm doing here. I'm I'm discussing some of these things that that Atlanta has as a large city that Greenville doesn't have. Um, it has a major theme park, Six Flags Over Georgia, which is a very good theme park if you're into that kind of thing. Um, it obviously has a lot of big city things to do, like marathons and Ironman competitions, things of that nature, that a city like Greenville doesn't have. Um, and it, it's not that Greenville doesn't have any of those things, it's just Atlanta has them constantly. Now, Greenville does have some, and this is what surprises people, Greenville does have things that um, that are as big or bigger than Atlanta in some contexts, like for instance, Artisphere, largest art festival in the Southeast. Um, we have several food festivals that are some of the largest food festivals in the Southeast. So um, Greenville does compare positively to some of these big cities uh, that are like way, way bigger than Greenville in, in some of these things. Um, but by and large, Atlanta is, is going to have more of those big city uh, types of events than Greenville because Greenville just doesn't have the market to sustain that throughout the entire year. Um, now, another thing that a lot of people don't realize about Atlanta is that it's basically the Hollywood of the Southeast with major movie and television productions being filmed right there 
in our backyard in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you probably you might know that The Walking Dead was filmed there. You may or may not know that Stranger Things was filmed there and and is being filmed there. Um, and and I've actually what what's cool if uh, if my buddy Seth is listening, which he probably isn't. Um, if he is, uh, Seth, let me know. I'll I'll give you a cookie or something. Um, but um, he he took me around years ago, and uh, and we got to see some of the uh, walls from The Walking Dead that are are just up. Like they put these walls up like between subdivisions. <laughs> it's kind of funny actually. Um, so I got my picture in, in in front of like one of the Walking Dead walls, um, and then he took me around to um, like a lot of the Stranger Things uh, outdoor sets as well. Of course, you know. Anything that's indoor is is going to be at a an, at an official set, but I got to see some of the of the prominent homes in Stranger Things. Um, we got to see uh, some of the schools that are depicted in Stranger Things. Really cool. You could just drive to them, and they're there. I mean, the homes people live in the homes, so you have to be respectful. Um, but it but it's pretty cool to to be somewhere that that you've seen on TV, and and that's something that Atlanta has. Um, now, if you're not as conservative politically. But still don't want a fully progressive political environment. Atlanta is generally considered a liberal city in a conservative state. And that might be appealing to some people. It also means that Georgia as a whole is a pretty purple state politically. Um, Seems like maybe it it might be getting a little bit more conservative. I don't know. I'm not really going to get into that in this podcast. But generally, it's considered a relatively purple state. Um, Public transportation-wise, Atlanta has their MARTA system. Uh, which is old, but but it's cheap and it's functional. And if you've been to Greenville, you know that public transportation is not one of the strengths of Greenville. Um, so, what's the argument for moving to Greenville rather than Atlanta? Well, for starters, um, Greenville has many of, and I've already alluded to this, but Greenville has many of the big town amenities Atlanta has while maintaining the small town feel that Atlanta and other big cities just don't have and never will. Um, I already mentioned we don't really have great public transportation. Um, we also don't have a professional sports team, but we have great college sports with Clemson nearby. Uh, Furman University, which is right here in Greenville, uh, made a splash in the NCAA men's basketball tournament uh, not too long ago. And we have some great minor and independent league baseball, hockey, uh, soccer, etc. And because the city of Greenville isn't spread out too much, Really, the lack of public transportation, frustrating for some people, but it, but it's not the end of the world for, for most people, particularly if you have a vehicle. Um, climate. Atlanta is just far enough south to notice a heat difference. And this is particularly obvious in the spring and fall, which are pleasant and mild in Greenville, but often a bit warmer in Atlanta. We also obviously get uh, fantastic uh, fall leaf colors, which... You know, most of the leaves are down off the trees by now here in Greenville, as I'm recording this in December. Um, but we get a a really beautiful fall season. Atlanta doesn't completely not have that, uh, but there's just it's just not as vibrant. It's not you don't get the fall feel um, in Atlanta that you get in Greenville. And fall is my favorite season of the year, so that's a big deal to me. If you like mountains or beaches, um, although Greenville doesn't really have either. Um, we have Paris Mountain State Park. Uh, it's kind of a mountain. <laughs> it, it's more just a place where you can just hike. Um, but we have legitimate mountains, you know, 30-ish minutes away, maybe a little bit further. Um, and, of course, beaches are less than four hours away. And that's 
a lot closer than if you're traveling to from Atlanta into mountains or beaches. Yes, Atlanta also has a mountain. It has Stone Mountain. But again, should, I, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like major, major mountains where you can hike and, and, and do things like that and, and actually get away from crowds. You're not getting away from crowds at Stone Mountain. Uh, cleanliness. Yeah, Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta doesn't really have the best reputation for being the cleanest city. Um, and, and Greenville does have a good reputation. I mean, every city has dirty parts of it, but Greenville, most people, when they're, when they're in downtown Greenville, they're amazed at just how clean the city is. And I, I've referenced before that, um, that I saw Bill Burr recently in Atlanta. Um, we took the, the MARTA, the public transportation system, the train, uh, to the show, which was very convenient, but, um, but it, it, it was really funny. I mean, I saw a ton of rats in uh in that train system and uh i mean they're just like not afraid of people at all they're just like walking around they they basically own the place um and uh you you just it would be very unusual to see a rat that's not terrified of people and trying to hide from everyone in greenville uh traffic atlanta traffic is horrendous um and besides public transportation most of the big differentiators that it has over greenville are are really things that aren't that you're aren't necessarily doing every day. Like you're not going to sporting events necessarily every day. You're not flying out of the country every day. Um, and the, and even if you did, you can fly out of the country from GSP, the Greenville Airport. It is an international airport. Um, it's just cheaper at Atlanta, and there's obviously way more options at Atlanta. Um, but the, but those are all things you can do as a day trip from Greenville, right? If if you need to to fly out of Atlanta. You just drive two and a half hours, and or probably a little bit closer to three to get to the airport, um, and and there's your flight. Like no big deal. Whereas the traffic is something you have to do deal with every single day. And our traffic in Greenville, you know, if you talk to lo- a lot of locals, they'll complain about it, but it is nothing compared to Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta several times the past few months, and I mean, it is insane every single day. Traffic in Greenville. You know, even if you go on Woodruff Road right now, which is nuts because of the holidays, everyone's shopping, it is nothing compared to just a normal day in Atlanta. And so most people prefer the smaller, calmer, cooler Greenville area and can have the option to simply head to Atlanta, you know, if there's a show or a flight or a sporting event or something like that, that is kind of a one-off that you want to see. You can have your cake and eat it. Right, because you can have all of the benefits of living in Greenville, uh, and and still get to experience some of those splash benefits, as I'll call them. I don't know if that makes any sense, but in sports they talk about like splash plays, things like that. So I'm calling uh, calling these benefits of Atlanta splash benefits. I don't know if that makes any sense, um, but anyway, most people uh, consider it that they can have their cake and eat it too by living in Greenville, and. Uh, I should mention as well, um, just uh, I don't want to just graze over this. I don't talk a lot about crime on the show, um, and that's because I it, it's there's too much legal liability for me to dis- discuss crime, to look up crime statistics, to potentially steer people um, away from crime areas, which is illegal for me to do. So I just don't avail myself to crime data, um, and then I can just legitimately say I don't know. Contact the sheriff's department. Look at the sex offender registry, et cetera, et cetera. If someone wants to know about crime, um, but that being said, 
what I have heard, because I do know a lot of people that live in or near Atlanta, and what I've just heard reading, uh, you know, articles and whatnot, is that crime in Atlanta has gotten really bad. And people are leaving Atlanta just to get away from the crime. There were some that ran for, um, oh, it was it uh, Greenville County Council? No, it was... Um, it was, a, it was a different race. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. But there was someone I talked to that was running for a local office that specifically was running because he didn't want the crime situation in Atlanta to bleed into Greenville, and he thought he had some solutions for that. He lost, unfortunately, but um, none, nonetheless, uh, there is a crime sprawl that's happening in Atlanta right now, and people that have lived their entire lives down there are moving to get away from it. Um, so that's the case for Greenville, but... Perhaps, it, it, listen, if you just want to live in a big city, if you like the feeling of a big city, like having an apartment and being able to, you know, walk straight out of your apartment and go to a food truck and uh, and then hit up a, you know, a show afterwards, Atlanta is is going to have a lot to offer. Uh, but if you want the, the smaller city feel with that ha- still has some of the big city amenities, Greenville um, has a lot to offer in comparison to Atlanta in that regards. How about Charlotte? Although Atlanta is the regional juggernaut, right, for this area, Charlotte is not to be trifled with as a large metro area. Uh, by size, Charlotte is generally considered a top 25 metro area um, in the U.S. and easily top five in the Southeast. It is if you're, If we're ranking it, it would be just below Atlanta, Miami, Tampa, and Orlando. Um, so Atlanta, then a bunch of Florida cities, and then Charlotte. And much of what you can say about Atlanta is also true of Charlotte, just less true, right? So Charlotte has professional sports teams. They're just really bad. And their stadiums and arenas are, like, just okay. Um, Charlotte has a great airport. Um, in, in my opinion, it's one of the best international airports that I, I have flown out of in the U.S. I, I love the Charlotte airport. Um... But it doesn't have as many flights, right, as Atlanta has. Um, so so there's that. It, it doesn't have as many options. Um, but it's, like I said, it's a great airport. And it's actually quite busy. People don't realize it's one of the 20 busiest airports in the world. So the, the Charlotte Airport um, manages to be a great airport while also being a very busy airport. Um, I hate flying out of the Atlanta airport. It's just a necessary evil sometimes. Um, but I, I love flying out of Charlotte. Charlotte... Um, you know, I wish that that airport was a little bit closer, but it's only an hour and a half away. So that that's a reasonable distance. If you're, if you can't, uh, you know, fly out of Greenville for whatever reason, you need to go to Charlotte. Like Atlanta, um, Charlotte is booming economically, which is bolstered by its strong status as one of the Southeast main banking hubs. A lot of people don't realize that as well. Um, politically, the dynamic in Charlotte somewhat resembles Atlanta with it being a progressive city in a state that has a heavy conservative presence. Um, but North Carolina is not as a state as conservative as Georgia. North Carolina has a Democratic governor, whereas uh, the Georgia governor is a Republican. And generally speaking, North Carolina is more progressive than Georgia, for those of you that care about the political stuff. Um, Traffic-wise, um, Charlotte's bad. Let's just be, let's just be honest, really bad. Um, I actually saw something earlier this year that ranked cities based on how they were planned. And Charlotte was dead last in the entire United States for city planning. The city just grew too fast. No planning was involved. And and the result 
was a poorly designed metro area that takes forever to get around. So, uh, unfortunately, Charlotte, big missed opportunity there. Um, now, where Charlotte really pulls away from Atlanta, however, is the cleanliness of the city. And again, no city is going to be perfectly clean, uh, but Charlotte really does a good job in this regard for being such a large city. Greenville is going to be cleaner than Charlotte, uh, but for how large of a city Charlotte is, um, it, it, they really do a good job of, of, of keeping things things clean for the most part in, in the main areas. And of course, it has a generally cooler climate than Atlanta does. Um, and, uh, and Charlotte, you know, is pretty comparable to Greenville in terms of client, uh, climate, but it will be a, a few days, a few degrees cooler than Greenville. Nothing substantial though. So what's the argument for moving to Greenville over Charlotte? Well, again, if you want to be in a big city, um, Charlotte has a lot to offer, but in my opinion, it doesn't have that much more to offer than Greenville does besides a much larger airport, bad professional sports teams, and of course, public transportation, which I've never taken the public transportation in Charlotte, uh, but I know that they have more options than Greenville does. Um, there's obviously more options for flights out of the Charlotte airport, more options for sporting events to attend, concerts, restaurants, bars, etc., uh, but it's not nearly as big of a difference as the difference between Greenville and Atlanta. In fact, I was looking recently at, uh, just earlier today, at all of the sh shows and, and different events lined up at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena, which is our main arena here in Greenville. And there's a great lineup of, uh, of, things, go of things happening uh, in Greenville that you just go downtown Greenville for. It's super convenient. Um, and, you know... Yeah, you can get a, a great slate of, of concerts and shows right here in Greenville. You can as well in Charlotte, um, but the difference is between those two. You, you would expect Charlotte to have way more than Greenville, and in my opinion, it, it doesn't. Um, similar with flying, not as there's a pretty big gap, in my opinion, between the options for flying from Atlanta or to Atlanta versus Greenville. Charlotte, not so much. So, for instance, I, I, I looked up some flights from Charlotte to Cancun, uh, comparable flights from Greenville to Cancun, because uh, I go to Cancun every now and then. And the difference was Charlotte was about $50 cheaper than uh, to fly out of Charlotte than, than to fly out of Greenville. And um, now, now there are more direct flights from Charlotte to Cancun than there are from Greenville to Cancun, but that's to be expected. It's, it's a larger airport. Greenville Airport's very small. Um, but let me say, Greenville Airport is fantastic. Incredible airport. Um, I, I've said all these positive things about these other airports. Really, I mean, if I could, if Greenville had the comparable number of flights that, that these much larger airports had, I would never even consider going to them. Not just because of distance. The entire vibe of the Greenville Airport is so much better. It's so much nicer. Cleaner, friendlier, everything. Um, so I love flying out of Greenville Airport. It's just uh, it's just a bit limited in terms of uh, flights, particularly international flights. And, and again, the Charlotte Airport, only about an hour and a half away. So if you want to take a flight or watch a sporting event up in that direction as well. It's not hard to get there from Greenville. Um, uh, but really, at the end of the day, there's really only been a few times I've ever gone to Charlotte for something I couldn't get in Greenville. And most of the time that involved, uh, you know, me going up to Charlotte to take a flight somewhere that was cheaper. 
uh, than me flying out of Greenville. Um, and on the flip side, there are so many things in Greenville that I can get that I can't get in Charlotte. For one, the foodie culture in Greenville is much more prominent than in Charlotte. I already mentioned we have some of the largest food festivals in the southeast in Greenville, but just our normal restaurants are incredible. You just stroll down Greenville's Main Street and you'll find several restaurants as good or better than anything that you would have to really, really hunt down in in, uh, in Charlotte. And the outdoorsy culture of Greenville um, is also hard to replicate in Charlotte, particularly from the standpoint of, of proximity to mountains, right? Greenville is near a ton of mountains, gorges, and other fascinating geography that allows for biking, hiking, kayaking, rafting, swimming, etc. Charlotte, mm, not so much, although there are some lakes around it. I will grant Charlotte that. It does have a few lakes. Um, and, and just in general, there's just more, in my opinion, great free stuff to do in Greenville than there is in Charlotte. Um, take our parks, for example. Charlotte has a few very nice parks, but they don't compare to what Greenville has. We have some of the best parks in the southeast in Greenville, some of the best in the entire U.S. I mean, I, I, if you're listening to this for the first time, trust me, do some Google searching, and you will find that the parks in Greenville, multiple of them, ha- have won national awards. It's one of the things that draws people to Greenville. Um, Charlotte, nice parks, but it it does not compare uh, to Greenville and from that standpoint. So great city, great option. Again, if you want a big city, Charlotte is definitely an option worth considering. Uh, but most people prefer the small city atmosphere that doesn't lose a whole lot in comparison to all of the downsides of living in a big city like Charlotte. How about Asheville? Asheville also in North Carolina, um, but not particularly close to, to Charlotte, uh, west of Charlotte, right? Um, I mentioned the outdoorsy culture that Greenville has um, just a minute ago. And if there's one city on this list that we're discussing today that outdoes Greenville in this category, it's definitely Asheville. Asheville really, honestly, is the outdoor city of the Southeast, if, if, you, you, know, if you ask me. Um, it's right on the edge of Pisgah National Forest, right on the edge of Cherokee National Forest, and right on the edge of Smoky Mountains National Park, which the last I, I've checked was the most visited national park in all of the U.S. Um, so Asheville, the outdoor, outdoorsy culture is super duper prominent over there. Tons of hiking, tons of biking, tons of kayaking, rafting, all of those things baked right into the fabric of that city. Now, Asheville also has a robust beer culture, okay? If you like beer, you will love Asheville, home of a ton of major breweries. I got to tour one of them last year, the Sierra Nevada Brewery. So Sierra Nevada, as the name implies, is a California-based brewery that opened up shop in Asheville years ago, and their facility is just incredible. I don't care for the beer very much. Like, I'm not clamoring to drink Sierra Nevada beer, um, but their facility is just wonderful um, and just something that is uh, really worth touring and just a, a really interesting thing. And what I learned there that I, I had never really thought about, um, having uh, ha- having breweries in two very different states, beer needs to be consistent in flavor. So beer is different than, than wine. Wine... You know, people like the fact that every year the flavor of, of the same wine is a little bit different because the, the grapes turn out differently and whatnot. Beer is not that way. Beer has to have consistency and flavor. And so what they actually have to do 
it, for Asheville-based beers that Sierra Nevada is creating, they actually have to do this whole process of of uh, chain of doing all sorts of things. I don't remember the pr- proper te- terminology, but they have to do all this thing, all this stuff to the water in, in their uh, Sierra Nevada, their California-based uh, brewery in order to make the water taste the same as it does here in North Carolina, and vice versa. When they're brewing in North Carolina a California-based beer, um, they have to do all sorts of things to the water to make it taste like California water. Just very fascinating, just an enjoyable experience altogether. My wife was with me, and she fell asleep during the tour, but I was was into it, and I enjoyed it. Um... And 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 most people do. I think my wife was she was just a, a little extra tired on that day and and not not real big into the into the beer thing. Um, I will say, uh, moving on from from the beer discussion, Asheville has a uh, has a really good food scene as well. Although I would still prefer the diversity of the top restaurants that Greenville has over Asheville's option. If you live in Asheville, you will have no shortage of food options. Great options uh, for that as well. Greenville and Asheville are very similar in that way. Um, and and downtown Asheville has a lot of similar similarities to downtown Greenville, not nearly as you know. We talked about the the clean the cleanliness thing. Downtown Asheville not nearly as clean as downtown Greenville, but still still very nice. Uh, great place to hang out, um, although it obviously doesn't have the uh, the incredible Falls Park that Greenville has. I mean, not too many downtowns have a waterfall that go go through them like Greenville does. Uh, but Asheville is similar in some other ways, such as having a great you know, walkable slash bikeable downtown in general with restaurants, a lot of art like Greenville has as well. Um, and of course, the country's largest house, which is now essentially a museum, the Biltmore House, is right in uh, downtown Asheville. Now, you, you can't walk to it because it's so secluded, um, but um, but it's very close to everything in, in downtown Asheville. Um, and interestingly, if you're into this, um, there is a Hallmark Christmas movie. I think it's called A Biltmore Christmas that is based in Asheville and at the Biltmore. Okay. And I actually discovered by accident recently that the Biltmore house is weirdly featured in the 2001 movie Hannibal. And I say weirdly featured because it's almost like an alternate, uh, universe kind of thing where there's someone living in the Biltmore house, even though there's not been anyone that's lived there for, for a very, very long time at this point. Um, so I don't really understand what they were what they were doing with that, but it was cool to I, I watched the movie and I was like, oh, that's the Biltmore House. <laughs> it just it just really surprised me. Um, okay, I just had something happen with. Oh, okay, there we go. Sorry, I just uh, for some reason one of my monitors just turned off, and I thought for a second that my sound, that my audio and video and whatnot stopped, but I think we're still I think we're good. All right, I think we're good. Sorry about that. Um, okay, back on track with Asheville. I'd be remiss to mention that um, Asheville, even though it doesn't have a waterfall flowing through <laughs> flowing through the city like Greenville does, it does have the French Broad River, which is a nice, albeit a bit dirty, uh, river with options for uh, rafting, kayaking, etc. Um, again, it, to go back to the beer thing, they have some cool... I, I've never done it, but the, it appears cool, like some rafting beer tours that seem, that seem kind of interesting. Um, it's not as scenic, obviously, as the Reedy River in Greenville, but you can't kayak or raft the Reedy River anywhere near downtown Greenville. So that's something, uh, you know, interesting that Asheville has. Now, politically, Asheville is quite progressive for, for the relatively small city that it is. And wherever you stand on LGBT issues, 
Um, Asheville is known to be extremely LGBT positive and much more into things like Pride Month than Greenville is at this point. Although that's not to say that Greenville is uh, anti-LGBT or anything like that. Not what I'm saying, but Asheville is just known for having that more progressive political uh, leaning. Now, interestingly, I have heard recently that Asheville, like Atlanta, is having a major crime problem right now. And this is actually kind of surprising to me. Um, I had a closing recently where the buyers uh, were lifelong Asheville residents that moved here to Greenville, mainly to get away from the awful crime that they were experiencing um, in their city. And these were people very, very progressive. Um, and and I don't think that they were happy <laughs> that they had to come to the more conservative Greenville, but they were legitimately scared about the crime, hearing gunshots every night, all sorts of things. And I, you know, and I've heard this in in other places as well, um, or or from other people as well with regard to Asheville. Um, so I find that to be very interesting. So all in all, I think Asheville is where you live. To summarize, it's where you live if you want to be in the mountains not merely near them as you are in Greenville. That said, it does not have anywhere near the city amenities that Greenville has. In fact, people come from Asheville to Greenville for the food, the shows, the sports, the festivals, all that kind of stuff. Um, It's just a lot smaller and naturally has more of a mountain feel to it because that's mountain town feel to it because that's what it is. It's essentially a very large mountain town. Um, and, and also, uh, Asheville is more expensive from the standpoint of real estate uh, than anything that you'll find in Greenville. So that's certainly a consideration as well. I think all of the cities that we're talking about are generally more expensive than Greenville, with the exception of Atlanta has some pockets that are, that are going to be cheaper than Greenville. Okay, last but not least, we discussed Charleston, South Carolina. And let's get the obvious out of the way immediately. Charleston is a college town near the beach, which makes it a major party city. If you're looking for more of a young, vibrant party atmosphere of the options we've discussed, Charleston is certainly the closest you're going to come to it. None of these other cities are are like Charleston in that way. And there are a ton of incredible beaches around Charleston, obviously. Um, the, the main one that you know, if you're looking at Charleston proper, you're going to see Folly Beach, but that's not the beach the locals prefer. That's kind of the trashy and just not as nice in general beach by Charleston standards. So the locals don't prefer Folly Beach, but there are a lot of islands in uh, in the Charleston area that um, that offer just really fantastic beaches and really a variety too, right? If you want uh, kind of less commercialized, there are options for that. If you want more commercialized beaches, there are those options too. Hilton Head's not that far away. There's just all sorts of, of options in that low country Charleston area. Um, Charleston has a really great downtown area with great restaurants, uh, great bars, uh, just a high energy atmosphere in general. Um, so it has a lot to, has a lot to offer. It doesn't have, you know, you know, like Atlanta and Charlotte, um, the the airports and professional sports and whatnot. Um, so it, it doesn't have those things to offer. But for those looking for a party beach town, it has a lot to offer. Um, so what are the issues with Charleston? First off, price. Charleston is by far the most expensive place to live of the bunch of cities that we've discussed in this show. Um, according to Redfin, 
the median home price in Charleston is $590,000. And even though Redfin tends to skew high on these numbers, so I'm I'm sure the real median, I'm sure if I had a realtor from Charleston on here, um, the the real median would would be a bit lower. Um, It's still a huge increase over what they claim the Greenville median is, which according to Redfin is $435,000. So, over a hundred fifty thousand dollar difference in the median price point between those two markets. That's a big, big difference. Um, and because that's the median, basically the average, um, we're probably talking not talking about oceanfront property. We're probably talking mostly about inland type of real estate. Um, and and generally speaking, you're going to have to pay big, big dollars to be on the ocean in the Charleston area. And while the economy is strong in Charleston, it's not as diverse as in Greenville. I, I should have mentioned the economy in Asheville. The economy in Asheville is really lacking in comparison to Greenville, okay? Um, there is not nearly as much in terms of, of job opportunities in Asheville. Same thing in Charleston. It's not as diverse. Greenville is home to Michelin's U.S. headquarters. It's has home to one of BMW's, technically Spartanburg, home to one of BMW's main U.S. plants, um, and a, a ton of other unique jobs. Charleston's economy, on the other hand, is pretty monolithic, primarily driven by healthcare, tourism, and uh, military subcontracting. That's the vast majority of the jobs that are offered in the in the Charleston market. So, if you're considering Greenville or Charleston, my assumption is that you're attracted to the Charleston Beach and the slightly warmer climate that is offered over there. But you have to ask yourself whether it's worth the premium that you'd pay living there when you can drive to the beach from Greenville. And you also need to reconcile if you want to live in a party city. Like That's obviously not for everyone. Um, And also, I would just say, if you're really drawn to the coast, to beaches, there are other options besides Charleston um, in in some of these other markets that I've already mentioned, like Myrtle Beach, Wilmington, Hilton Head, etc. But none with a city... Uh, quite like what Charleston has to offer. Um, and ultimately, no coastal city is going to have as much as what Greenville has to offer because Greenville is essentially a big city packaged in a small city, right? And I think that that's the main takeaway. Greenville offers a little of just about everything that every one of these cities offers, with the exception of a beach. Uh, but it generally offers... Here's the interesting thing about Greenville, right? Right. It generally offers the best of those things. So, for instance, it doesn't have as many breweries as Asheville, but the ones Greenville has are as good or better at than Asheville's best from the standpoint of beer selection and quality. It doesn't have a park as large as Olympic Centennial Park in Atlanta, but few people would choose Olympic Centennial Park. Um, I, I think I'm pronouncing that. I, I think that that's what it's called. Uh, few people would choose that park over the incredible beauty that is Greenville's Falls Park, uh, despite it being a much smaller park in general. And so this is this is kind of the what makes Greenville unique, right? It is a small city with the big city amenities. That's what a lot of people are drawn to. But what a lot of people don't realize until they actually visit Greenville is that those big city amenities that we have are high level. Generally speaking, they're not just, okay, yeah, we've got, you know, a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse like Atlanta has. No, we have some steakhouses that are much better than Ruth's Chris um, in in downtown Greenville and even some other parts of the upstate. Um, and so 
that's something that I think a lot of people, once they start to research, right, when they're starting to research all these different cities, they come to Greenville and they start to research Greenville and they realize, wow, okay, there is a lot to offer in this city that I didn't even realize. There, There's a lot happening in this city for it only being, for, for it having a really small population, like basically barely one of the top 50 metro areas in the U.S., um, now that being said, some people are still going to choose some of these other cities over Greenville and more power to you. Like I said, if you like a big city, Atlanta and Charlotte, uh, is, is going to have more to offer. If you want to be in the mountains, Asheville is a great option. If you want to be at the beach, Charleston's a great option. Um, so it's not that there's anything wrong with those cities. It's just that the reason why most people come to Greenville is because it's a small city with those high level big city amenities and that's very attractive to a lot of people thank you guys for listening sorry that we had a few little mishaps with my microphone and and whatnot um but i appreciate you guys listening if you like what you're hearing you want to get more of this content please subscribe rate review all of those things i'm really excited about the content i've got for the next several weeks we've got some end of year stuff coming up and some beginning of the new year stuff coming up as well and so I'm really excited to uh, to get that out to you guys. So please make sure you don't miss any of that. And if you need a realtor, you want to reach out to me or you just want to talk shop, just want to discuss, maybe you don't like some of the things I said, that's fine. My contact information is in the show notes. You can reach out to me, email, text, call. Um, I recommend texting first to start just because if I see an unknown number on my phone, I might not answer it right away. If you send me an email, it might go into spam. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. But if you text me, I will get it and I will respond. So please reach out to me that way. Appreciate you guys as always. And we will talk again next time.